0: Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book. I do the review, stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Joining me today, like normal, is Juliana. Say hello, Juliana. Hello, everyone. And uh, yeah, we're... Back in, when I say we're back, back. oh yeah, people might not know the news. So it's been a while since we recorded the last science fiction book review podcast. That is true. And the reason for that is, uh, when was it? Back in, uh, yeah, like last month. The 16th of January. last month, so like three weeks. Um, and that was because before then we were like on a like one podcast or even two podcasts a week for a while because I was reading <laughs> too many books. Yes, um, it was
1: quite intense.
0: It was quite intense. Um, but then, uh, as I think I might have mentioned, my father's been ill recently uh, over the last six months or whatever. Anyway, my father died two weeks ago. Yes. Um, and uh, so last or two, like, when was it was, yeah, two weeks ago. So I went over to the UK to spend time with my mother, um, who was then would have been alone by herself by herself. yeah and uh, and then Juliana also came over to visit as well for just five or six uh, like two or three days wasn't it you came yeah, over to I came for as well. Days. So uh, in that time, I did actually you know do some book listening and hmm. reading and uh, and the reason why i uh, didn't actually finish a book is because i actually was reading like i was reading a novella and listening to two different audiobooks at the same time Quite a lot trying of to stuff. find trying to find a good balance there anyway yeah. finish one of them okay and the, the book that I uh, was reading was uh, uh, another Valkyrie saga book. Oh. Now, here's the thing: I, w- I was continuing with the Valkyrie saga mostly because on the There's uh, Audible. I li- get like 99 percent of the uh, audio books that I listen to are from Audible.com. Yeah. And you can get one too, audibletrial.com forward slash SFBIP. Go over there, check it out. Anyway, uh, so they also have what's called the Audible Free Library, which is like a, more of like a Netflix-y kind of thing. If you just get a, a subscription or if you get like a normal membership plan, you get one credit per month or two credits per month. Yes. Uh, and you can buy more credits on top of that. But then also there's the free library, which is, you know, you don't have to pay for a book, you just get books. And there's has been quite included. a few. Yeah, you just, there's yeah. quite a few recently that I've just got because they're included. You know where i was going back and and reading like the uh the samuel r delaney books you yes, know yes. Uh, those three books which were like hugo nominated nebula winning award winning books and things so it's there's actually quite a lot of those books all there ready to go one thing that's there is the vorkosican saga books a lot of the books in the vorkosican saga are just there ready and i think what it is is that it um they've got a lot of fans of that series via audible you know i i oh really yeah yeah i've ah. listened to some people say that actually they so much enjoy the Books that they were giving away, like the first two books for free, as okay. you know, as, as audible. Audiobooks. As audible. This was before they had the free library. Yeah. And then people would. Ju- they didn't have an audible subscription. They just had a Vorkozigan. <laughs> they had a Vorkozigan saga subscription. Right. So they would just every every month they would spend a credit on the next audiobook and then just listen oh, to. I it. So I think. Audible has done pretty well with uh, Lewis McMaster-Bajold and the uh, Vorkosigan sagas. Anyway, so a lot of them ended up there in the free library, except the one. uh, And I stopped reading once I got to one which, which I actually had to spend an Audible credit for. Yeah. Because I was like, look, these books are fine for you know, dumb easy uh, reading, easy reading, easy listening, easy case. listening, background listening. Because I've already I've already said like, oh, these books are great because they explain everything three times over. There's no subtlety, you know. There's <laughs> like it's fun, character based intrigue and shenanigans. Right. But um, so
1: if you miss a, uh, a few sections, it doesn't matter because yeah.
0: it will be repeated because yeah. the Miles Vorkosa or whoever the main characters are in these books always, you know, beats everything into the ground and repeats things three so it's like it can be it's like an audible book uh, like an audio book which can be as background listening to uh, listening as a a podcast Right. where like oh two people are discussing I don't know whatever podcast I'm listening to something about I know talking about iPhones or whatever it's like I don't actually care it's more like oh yeah that's good and I'll learn about some bits and pieces
1: and I I have a task I'm doing and and, um, I have two people entertaining me in my ears yes
0: and (laughs) Vorkosigan books there so I was never really wanting to spend an audible credit however um Audible messed up one of my orders. I think I remember telling you, and maybe on the podcast, when I was trying to uh, listen to Machinehood by S.B. Divya.
1: Yes.
0: And they were like, oh, this book costs you minus one cent. And I was like, no, what? I don't want to. Yeah, I know. It's- and there and-, and there was some billing system thing. Mm. So I was like, get onto the support people. I like, look, I'm trying to listen to this book. It says I can't add it to my library, mm. but I want to spend the credit on it. And the credit's been spent, but it's not being added to my library. Because, because anyway, they were like, "Okay, we'll refund minus you the credit." 1 cent. I was like, "No, no, no, no! It's not about refunding the credit." <laughs> anyway, they managed to sort it out. Yeah, it turned out the book. I, I got the book, and they refunded me the credit. And I was, and I was, For and, and after, troubles, and after all of the, the support stuff that I wanted to get through, it was kind of annoying because, like,
1: all you wanted was yeah, to all spend I wanted was one thing, on and they kept and on the
0: refunding it. I was okay. like, "No!" And then at one point, they'd it was in my library twice, and then they <laughs> anyway. I listened to the it's book. sorted. Somehow I came out the other end and I either didn't have a credit... I didn't need to spend a credit for it or I was given something. It doesn't matter. I, I don't mind. Anyway. You had
1: a credit left over. I had
0: a credit left over and I thought, well, I, this feels like a free credit. It does. Because uh, I bought some extra credits last, last year that I still got a few left over, whatever. So I was like, well, I'll pretend this is just another free book and I'll get the next book in the, in the Vorkosagan Saga.
1: Which is...
0: So let me go over here. Vorkosoga, Vorkosagan Saga Reading Order... The Chef Recommends, in other words, this is Lewis McMaster's Bajol's recommended, inter- like, based on internal chronology right. reading order of the books. Um, so, I have read and reviewed now Falling Free, Shards of Honor, Barrier, The Warrior's Apprentice, The Vor Game, Setaganda, ethan of athos borders of infinity brothers in arms uh, and that was the last novel that i read some of those are like collections of short stories so if yes. you think about a short story or a novella that you didn't hear it's collected in some of those other books mm-hmm. um so the setup for this book is which is the book uh, oh the book is called mirror dance okay and okay so brothers in arms and i mentioned this on the last review and i did a like a spoiler free major spoiler free like review of that book yeah and in that i said i was complaining well I, not i wasn't complaining i've always had this thing which i don't mind because it, this is again this is a, a throffy dumb series <laughs> but it always felt a bit weird that you know it's like the superman thing like superman and clark Kent are obviously the same person and he just puts on glasses and nobody recognizes him it's like oh, okay we're just we're just going with it
1: voices are also not important no no
0: we're just going don't don't try and explain it don't think about it it's just something which happened in comic books and they didn't need to draw faces that particular and when he went over to tv and movies it didn't matter it was just the trope he puts puts on his glasses people don't recognize him as superman he takes off his glasses everyone recognize him as superman oh he puts on the cape and yeah um so miles B- vorkosigan also leads a double life or as they say a triple life you know yeah but he's he's count vorkosigan no he's not count or oh, is he count no he's lord lord, lord. vorkosigan because yeah. he's the son of count vorkosigan yes. yeah. count vorkosigan being the prime minister of baria this like mini empire yeah and there's the emperor so he's like second in line to his countdom yeah um and uh and also he's like fourth in line to the throne or something mm. as well. I'm not sure There's how it works because it's aristocracy. Connections. Anyway, yeah. So he's that. And he's also an intelligence operative from the Barrier Intelligence Service. Yes. And on top of that, as part of that, he's also Admiral Naismith. Right. And Admiral Naismith is a mercenary captain. Right. And, and I was like, but he, Naismith is the maiden name of, of his mother. His, of his mother. Yeah who and so and then also he calls them the dendari mercenaries or the Um, dendari mm -hmm. squad whatever it is um and the Dendari Mountains are the mountain range in the backyard <laughs> of his home place. So yeah. it's always one of those things where you just go, well, like when James Bond goes, I'm Bond, James Bond. Why doesn't everyone just go, let me just look that up?
1: Oh, it's uh, the guy who did this oh, and yeah, that and this. He did this, this and, this, and this. He's
0: well known around the world. Uh-huh. But again, it doesn't matter because we know that every person that James Bond introduced himself doesn't doesn't have a file on known, you know, MI5 operatives or MI6, whatever it is. Yeah, um, MI6. MI6. It must be MI6. Yeah. Uh, either way, doesn't matter. So, and I was like, it's fu- it's it's a bit weird that nobody has recognised who the two people that he's the same person. That mm. This this short, like stunted uh, um, guy who's got this brittle bone syndrome from some uh, chemicals that were his mother breathed when he was you know in the womb or whatever. Yeah. And there's these two, like, dwarf-like people with brittle bones. And one of them is called, is the head of the Dendari places. <laughs> and the other one lives next to the Dendari mountains and his mother's maiden name is Naismith. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But this, oh, this oh, book. Oh, triple
1: name. You, you said he lives a triple oh, life. Oh, no, no.
0: He's got, like, three roles. One right. is as a, an aristocrat. One is as an intelligence operative. Yes. And, uh, but also he's, like, part of the, so he goes over and he's, like, um, he's like an officer which goes to, like, a diplomatic service. Right. So okay. it's more diplomatic service. So okay he's got... he When he's at home, he has to be Lord Vokosigan. Yes. When he's travelling not incognito, he's part of the Barriar Intelligence Service, so he goes and does functions, at you know, as being a... a, a as part of, like, diplomatic things, where people know he is a lord, but it's, like, a different role. It's okay. a different job. Yes. Um, and then on top of that, he's got the Dendari mercenary squad. Right. So, here's the thing. Uh, and now, massive spoilers for Brother in Arms, but we're a book later, so it doesn't matter. He says... Oh, actually, I'm well—not the same person. I'm a clone. Mm. Probably the Setagandans or Cetagandans mm. cloned someone to be like me mm. to pass me mm-hmm. off as the um, as the son of this aristocrat who's third in line or fourth in line to the right. Barriaran Empire. The idea is that then they were going to slip me in mm. to that place, in into that role. I'm going to pass as him. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to kill off my father and the barrier and uh, like Emperor Gregor or whatever it is, then I will ascend to the throne. I will ascend to the, uh, to the, the barrier and throne and then I'd be the, you know, was it the Manchurian candidate or whatever? It, no, no, that's maybe a different thing. Either way, I'll be the person on the inside who is being controlled by the enemy but is now in charge of the whole empire.
1: Okay. Oh. Okay.
0: that's the story that Miles Vorkosigan came up with yeah. to explain who Miles Naismith is. Yes, so Miles Naismith is apparently big air quotes, and oh, and then he escaped, and because he knows he was once a clone, he knows he was a clone of this person. Huh. That's why he's taken on Naismith and Dendari as huh. it's like a knowing thing. Okay. So that's that's what he says. He just says off the top he, of his head he sets, actually we're two different persons. We're clones. We're actually biological He uh, sets clones up an
1: it. explanation for the outside world yeah. to Yeah, to let to let him
0: pass himself off right. as two different people. Yeah. They say, Oh actually we're not the same person, I'm a clone. So if you meet me now, I'm gonna be this person if we meet the other person there. However the truth is that
1: is a clone.
0: There is a clone, and it's not the Cetagandons. It's like another one. Oh, it's one of the planets that was conquered or w- at one point was, was trying to conquer Barriar, and right. then Barriar went back against them and then conquered back that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. His father was became the butcher of something
1: Tarkov no, no, well, no that's a- <laughs>
0: no. that he became the butcher of something but it wasn't it was somebody uh, under him but he was the commanding officer and so the so people, he took so he took over the responsibility so this, this other country or this other planet which was in a war with with Barrier, but then Baria won and took over and that's one of their first like Barrier. the, the Barrier Empire was only like three planets it was them the people that they were at war with that they took over and now mm-hmm. that they uh, administer there and then some other colony worlds which were like Empty of people. Okay. Um, which actually his mother, Cordelia Naismith, was, was a surveyor at in one of the previous books, but it doesn't True. matter about that. Yeah. So uh, it turns out there is a Miles Naismith clone <laughs> who pops up in that book oh god that Miles goes actually what's your name and he's like well I'm my I, like I was meant to be my I was meant to be you yeah. and he's sort of like oh okay well the way that the naming works in the Vorkosigan or the way that the you know barrier and you know hierarchy works I take Miles as a name but you would take the the, the, the my grandfather's brother's name or whatever it would be like you know you know how they have these naming systems Yeah with aristocracy yeah. your name would actually be mark okay. mark pierre would would be your name so i'm just going to call you mark and it's one of those things that miles falcoza can do he can just give people name and say oh this is your name now and you also work for me and people are just like okay you're charismatic and whatever mm-hmm. and people just go with it. anyway so it turns out he does have it and that's what this this um brother in arms book was about was about him springing Marc Pierre Vorkosigan who is his clone who was meant to replace him so what he does he as off the top of his head he comes up with this desperately plot by somebody to explain how there's two of them and that plot is that has actually happened. taken place yeah. and that book is that be- him being revealed so he has an identical brother a clone of him
1: right and and just so i understand again why does this uh guy who we now call Marc Pierre why yeah. does he drop his uh his yeah his mission. Like, I mean, oh, because he-
0: he's, just, he's just a young kid. He's like 19 years old at that point. He's got to the age where he can pass as Miles again. He's yeah. like 10 years younger than Miles Valkozykin okay. or whatever it is. Uh, no, I guess in this book Miles Vorkosigan is like twenty-eight, and he's like twenty-two or twenty or something okay. like that. So there's an age difference, but he's been artificially um, aged, and, yes. and also they've broken or replaced all his bones to make him the right height. Okay. And any time okay. that's it, Miles Vorkosigan broke a bone and had an re- operation and a scar, they did They, that they did the him. same thing to him. Out. And he was tortured because even though he was like meant to be a weapon against them, the person hated Vorkosigan and hated Miles, so would then beat him and torture him and stuff and things like that so it's pretty bad so he was like he wasn't like a willing accomplice he was like this unwitting accomplice and at the end of the book it's all sprung out now I didn't mention that but what I did mention it was quite unsatisfying having this idea of Miles Vokosigen playing two parts and trying to pass himself off as two different parts Mm. Um, and also them being, them, him having someone who's replaced him and pass, uh, that person passing himself off as Miles again. But the issue in that book, or one of the main issues in that book, is that this is good farce. This is like this person pretending to be the secret yeah. identity. But that only works if the viewpoint character is outside the person who is doing the farce. Yeah. Like, you have to see that and be as confused as the other person. Yes. You know, as the other people. Yeah. But actually what happens is that at one point, Mars Vokosigan is just taken out of the action while Mark is doing something, but we don't see it from Mark's point of view in that book. We only have, I'm Miles again waiting around while somebody else is passing themselves off as me. Uh-huh. And we don't... like We don't see the We don't see the action. We see the action oh. And we don't see we, the, all the farcical stuff. And this is what, you know, this is the whole point. Yeah. Like, this is the cool you know twin fun things that you can do with farce and comedia dell'arte yes. and stuff yeah. and all that yeah, yeah like pass. It's like, sounds
1: so shakespearean
0: yeah it is it's like you know this person is now a donkey and but like we you need to see other people treating that person like, like a donkey, a donkey. You know, or whatever it's gonna be you know if you got twins you know yeah. you got to anyway, yeah it doesn't matter so that that was that book okay
1: N- and now we're. Fast forward in two years. Mirror Dance. Now let's
0: get to Mirror Dance. Okay. Mirror Dance begins with Mark Vorkosigan, Mark Pierre, let's just call him that one. Mark and Miles are the mm. two twins. Mm-hmm. Mark Vorkosigan goes, right, I want to get back to this place where I was grown, where I was cloned and grown. Yes. And that's over on a place called Jackson's Hole. And these people do it. And the way that they do it is that they, they have a. Um, a a cloning thing so rich people can clone a new body of theirs and then they are force grown until they are an adult body so mm-hmm. when they're 10 years old but they've got like a 20 year old body mm-hmm. um they uh, So the
1: brain doesn't
0: so the brain doesn't matter doesn't, so it literally yeah. says we tr- we transfer the per- the rich person's brain into this body yeah and then we discard the that the young person's brain as medical waste <laughs> and then they have a new young body to live right. in and they can keep going in a new young you know, But the old brain fit, and body.
1: experience and knowledge yeah, yeah. and so all it's, that is
0: being transferred. And that's and that's where Mark Pierre come from. He was brought up in that but instead of his brain being discarded and someone else's brain was putting in, they were just going to take him and then put him into in like, you know, use him.
1: Use But he'd he <laughs>
0: grown up for <laughs> his entire young life with these people, with these clones, where their destiny was going to have their brains discarded as chemical, as, as medical waste and their brain.
1: And now he knows that but when he was there he didn't
0: know. No, he know that Oh he did But only because He was there for a long time And other people Oh so he saw the he process He saw what was going mm. And he's sort okay. of like Ah they keep saying And oh, now This is why you're here And this is your backstory mm. And this is why you're so important And why we're looking after you And he saw Oh they're actually just reusing these stories yes. Because he was there longer term okay. Than other people So
1: now he's going back For a revenge
0: well, it's no What a revenge Uh He's going to spring some people. And that's what a lot of these Vorkosigan books are about. Sort of like, we've got some people in prison here. Let's spring them out of jail. You know, oh. this person's important. Let's get that person out. Mm. This person is working for the enemy but wants to defect. Vorkosigan, oh, sorry, the Dendari mercenaries have to go in and get him out, mm-hmm. bring them back to Barriar, but with, like, with that distance. It's not a in mission. It's yes. a Dendari mission, right. you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so he's sort of like, oh, I'm going to do that. So while Mar- Miles is back home doing... Um, Count Vorkosegun stuff. Okay. Or sorry, Lord Vorkosegun stuff. Yeah. And, you know, diplomatic stuff. He's not with the Dendari mercenaries and they're all waiting around for six weeks for him to come back. Yeah. Miles finds out about this and springs his plan, which is I'm going to go there, pretend to be Miles. Mark. Take- sorry, I'm. No, Mark is going to go back. Yeah. Mark is going to say, I'm going to go back, pretend to be Miles, take My- over the Dendari mercenaries yeah. or take a few ships, go over to Jackson's Hole, spring these young people. Huh? out of this out of this cloning factory what well, are the clones of rich there's like people 50, there's 50 of them there or whatever okay going to spring them out and then take them back to this other place which is where they can claim immunity and you know be and looked at claim captor. their own yeah. claim their own life and lives stuff lives and bodies and- yeah
1: yeah now uh, i have a, an urgent question yes yeah, okay it. if i were a clone of some yeah. somebody like an important person yeah. i would want to go and meet the uh the parents like the original family let's
0: get to that Oh. Let's get to that. Okay. Let's get to that. Good. So anyway, I just want to say yeah. all of this stuff at the beginning of this book, there's this like the first third of this book mm-hmm. is this part here where Miles, where Mark is, Mark Pierre is trying to pass himself off as Miles. Mm-hmm. And then Miles turns up and goes, well, where's the fleet? And they're like, oh, we're heading off over there. And they're like, wait, who? so who are you? And there's this, this fun, fast thing. Unfortunately, it doesn't quite work. It would be, I think it would have been way better if the viewpoint character at the start would have been, uh, you know... Uh, what about the, what the Ellie... cousin? What? What about the cousin? Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's why I think it would have been much better if yeah. the viewpoint character had been some of these other characters. Yeah. Like Bell is one of the first people that turns up, and mm. they it would have been much better if the viewpoint character was uh, for this st- at least for some start sections were neither Miles nor, nor Mark. Mark. Yeah, and you could see what. Someone is like from the outside because actually we get Mark is the viewpoint character. Mark Pierre, the clone, is a, is a or the the twin, the brother, is one of the <laughs> viewpoint characters here yeah. for a lot of this book, and it's actually quite interesting to see Miles again from the outside Right. to see and and of course he's always comparing himself to Miles because he's the clone yeah. but doesn't have the upbringing and the confidence. But he he was he was a trained assassin, so he's got like these other kind of skills yeah. and all this other all this psycho- psychological trauma, which is all very interesting all that's very interesting so the first third of this book is really exciting and of course the mission that he does he's not miles vokos again he doesn't have all those plans and it goes wrong so miles then has to go in and save um, the day and save the day
1: of course of course because that's what he does because that's what he does yeah
0: so that's the first third of the book okay all really good fun
1: yeah now we have two other
0: thirds there's two more thirds of this book okay two more thirds tell of me book. about it what happens is that miles goes missing okay Miles goes missing Miles on, goes missing on, on Jackson's the, hole
1: oh so he, he went there to save the day and he yeah. goes missing
0: uh, but the other the other guys like uh, uh, Mark Pierre gets out and all the, uh, most of the Dendari um, uh, people get out again mm-hmm. and I'm being a bit vague here because I don't want to give too much away here yeah. but I'm being a bit vague um, so they get they get most of they get they say they kind of save the day but Mark is gone
1: I thought Miles is gone. Sorry, Miles is gone. It's
0: confusing. Miles is gone. (laughs) Miles is gone. Okay. The next third of the book.
1: Is we are spending time with Miles?
0: Yes. He goes back to Barrier and all of the fun stuff stops. Oh. While Marc-Pierre tries to settle in, meets his new parents, like you were saying before, meets his parents and tries to work his way in Barrier and aristocracy <laughs> without the, all people, the knowledge without the knowledge uh. and he's like mm, do i need to go to college what am i gonna do uh. meanwhile all of the dendari people and also all of the uh, the um, barrier and uh, military and intelligence are trying to find miles for but us as viewpoint characters uh. don't see that mm. all we do is spend time with mark pierre in boring-ass backward barrier going, oh, right, so everyone here is sexist, are they? And Cordelia, Miles My- Valkozygun's mother, was like, oh, yeah, I come from Beta Colony where we're all, like, super progressive. And yeah, I, yeah. I, you were you were born in a, you know, in a fake tank, you know, a fake womb tank. Yeah. And so was I. Like, it's, it's normal for us and we cl- have clones all the time and they're all yeah, really ex- yeah. accepting, like, she's accepting of Mark Pierre even okay. though he's a clone but and he's not natural out, born. Yeah.
1: Okay, so it's out in the open. He's not trying to, no, uh, he's not trying to pass himself pass off. Pass himself off as miles.
0: But also, they say, okay, well, you are actually, we are actually going to claim you as our son. Right. Which means you're also in line to be a Vorkosigan. Ooh. And if we don't get miles back, you might be okay. the new, <laughs> <placement>. you'll <laughs> be Lord Vorkosigan. And if Thingy dies, if Dad Vorkosigan dies, you're going to be coming in. And then also, guess what? If the Emperor dies, you're, you'd, you're now fifth in line, but then you would be fourth in line to the throne and stuff. Ooh. And 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 everyone's like, okay, yeah, I guess it's fine. And I'm like, no, what's going on? Anyway, super, no, I wouldn't say tedious, but like everything that was like going on at the start where I was like, yay, this is all great. Screeching halt. It comes to this screech and the middle third of the book is just plodding, plodding, plodding. Then at some point it's like, you know what? I should look for Miles. Ooh, really? Yeah, because he grew up on Jackson's Hole. Like, he has that connection. he he knows the place. He's like, I'll look for Miles. And then he's sort of like, oh, I think I found Miles. We suddenly cut back to Miles' point of view. And... And I was like, wait, this was a big mystery where Miles is. Mm. And it's that same annoying thing, which is sort of like if you do a farce, which is like mixed up mixed up view, like mixed up up like characters, yep. you have to have a viewpoint outside of that for you as the reader to experience what it's like to be confused about who yep. is who. Yep. And here we spend all this time like, where's Miles? Where's Miles? Where's Miles? Oh, we've got the whole of the, you know, of the Everybody's intelligence. Everyone's looking for him. Looking mm. for him. Looking. We don't, we see nothing of anybody looking for him until Mark is sort of like, mm, I reckon if I look through some paperwork, I could find Miles. And you're sort of like, oh, I think I might have found Miles What, he looks through paperwork? Yeah, it doesn't matter it doesn't, it's, okay. Again, it's the worst part of the book Actually, <laughs> right. it's the second worst part of the second
1: book one. I'll, Oh I'll no. get
0: to the worst part of the book Or the worst element of the book in a bit Yeah. But I'll put some trigger warnings in beforehand um, So anyway Then action through to the end. And actually it picks up again at the end. But it's really annoying that when you go, oh, there's a mystery. Like the whole middle third of the book is where is Miles? We've got to find Miles. Like who's holding him? Where could he be? Where is he here? And uh, it's just sort of like, oh, actually what we needed is four months. We needed a four month gap in the storytelling for plot reasons, which I'm not going to go into now because mm-hmm. it's a bit spoiled, but we need this four month gap in the plot. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Oh, let's put Marc-Pierre over in Barriar for four months. Mm. And that's like the middle third. It might not be the middle third, but it feels like a third of this book. I was just like, oh my goodness. Mm. Get on with it. I don't care about people going to balls and ha- having to learn how to dance. Like, I don't mind that if that w- if that's what the book is. Yeah, And it yeah. feels like they're like, oh, people like going to Barriar. People like Cordelia. In fact, I do like Cordelia. Yeah. That's why like those early books the when, book, it, was, when it was actually <laughs> fun. Yeah, that's actually the, uh, I can't remember what they were called. Shards yeah, Shards of Honor no. and Barrier, still two of my favorite books in yeah. the series, mainly because Miles Vokosigan doesn't turn up in them.
1: <laughs> he's not born yet.
0: Yeah, he's not. But well, I think he gets born at the very the, end of Barrier. Yeah, yeah. And then it's because that was actually written out of order. Mm. People like, oh, and here's this cool kid who's looking around. And I was like, who's this kid? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Anyway, so by the time we get to the end of the book, there's actually some more fun rescues and more fun shenanigans and the stuff that you actually want to read Miles Vorkosigan or these Vorkosigan saga books about, which is about people being captured by enemies and then escaping and people springing traps and double crossing each other and, you know, and paying people off and right. all of the things are sort of like, oh, I need a spaceship to get there. Well. Oh no, you're a lord. Why don't you just get your mother to buy you a spaceship? Okay. And you're like, Oh, that's that's the level we're going at Handy Yes this, this, oh, like, oh I need to do something. Well didn't the didn't the emperor of this space civilization give you his personal phone number? Do you need yeah. this problem solved? Yes, I do. Well, call him up. Calls him up. Oh, the problem is solved. You're like, oh, that's oh, great, convenient. isn't it? Convenient. It works Very for miles. Nice. Works for miles. Now, Mark Rocco doesn't have that. He doesn't. Well, no, he does have that. He he, he literally just goes straight into the same privilege. Oh. you remember the book that we read or we started listening to? I think it was the Paladin of Souls or one of those books. It's another. It's another one of these books. It's an. It was the fantasy series by. Um, Louis McMaster bajol
1: Oh with the big where they explained a lot about the 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 food on the table. Was that the remember. one? I
0: <laughs> can't remember anything about the book except that I thought it was going to be an interesting book a fun book and it starts with great it's sort of like this this guy who was fallen from grace, you know. Mm. He used to be a lord or a knight or something. And he goes into this castle. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. He's going to start off and he's going to start off as a, you know, he's going to sweep, stage, like he's like an older guy, or like mm-hmm. 40 years old. He's going to sweep tables or sweep floors and then he's going to wash up and then he's going to go into the, the things and he's going to prove that he's a good rugged riding horse and then someone's going to give him a sword and he's going to prove. And I thought, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be this way to get him in and explain the world and he's going to start off in poverty and work his way up and then he's going to say, no, I am actually a knight. And he turns up and he says, oh, I'm actually... The brother of the someone that you knew, and I'm quite important. And they're like, oh great, you're now our honored guest, and you can go and live in the guest room and don't have to work anything, and you can fall in love with this person yeah. and become a prince. And, and I was like, wait, you all of the interesting stuff about working your way up through this. Yeah. And I would really have loved Mark Pierre's character, that he's this like tortured like the inside kid. man, and then he has to make his own way in the world, and Mark no uh, uh, Miles gave him some money at the end of the previous book and it, at the start of this book i sort of like, oh yes, and you're getting to the end of your money and I'm like, this is the last big thing and I want to prove myself to the world that I'm an equal to Miles Vokosic and I can lead the Nendari on a raid and even though by that time other people have seen through his, you know, they are the <laughs> one person's like, mm. You're not, Miles, You're not Miles, but let's. We can do this anyway. Yeah, in terms out, oh it. no, Miles is the is the. So you know, it's it's all that stuff at the start of the book. It's all great, yeah. And I was like, great. And now he's got to earn his way in. And he turns up, and and his biological parents, who aren't his biological parents, they. But you know the. The, gene, Yeah, gene the gene parents. parents or whatever, gene yeah. donors. Are. They're straight away like, yes, we accept you. And I'm like, wait, what's all this part about him? And then society is sort of like, yeah, I guess we accept you. You're now fourth in line to the throne of barrier yeah. And I was like, wait, you why turn up and that's why I think I was so unsatisfied with that middle part if it was barrier and you know social circles and all that kind of stuff I I would have been fine with it if it was actually hard work for him yeah. if he didn't be like oh I need some clothes well just go along to the emperor's tailor how did you get the name and everyone thinks it's secret nobody knows who makes the emperor's clothes and they're the best clothes oh I just called him up and he gave him me the telephone number or the address (laughs) of his tailor and I just went along I was like come on make him work for something Yeah,
1: yeah this is also really what you want like every this is the story this is the story you want to tell this is the story that uh, the fairy tales or uh, like are all about like you you can't just go and then know all the um, you know how to behave in court and stuff like you you you, you have to make all the mistakes
0: the thing is it was fine he did make some mistakes but everyone was forgiven and Mm. he did meet some people and the girls just loved him you know it's like of course uh, even though he's this short, fat, stunted person with an like deformed face, that know, the the only thing wrong with Miles Vorkosigan is that like he's privileged out the wazoo. Everything's perfect for him, except that he's quite short and his bones break easily, so mm. he's not very good at physical stuff. Like yeah. he, if he gets into a fight, people yeah. can just b- beat him to a pulp, you know. Yeah. So he doesn't have it. Mark Vorkosigan is the opposite of Miles in that he didn't have all that privilege. Yeah. But then again, he was trained as an assassin. So he's actually really good at fighting okay. and can kill people with his like fingertips or whatever. But and his okay. brains and his bones don't break really easily. Yeah. And I was like, great. So there's like he's got different dis- like he's got different impediments to him yeah. being a great success. Yeah. His psychological trauma for being tortured as a kid. Yeah. Uh, and also he's not aristocracy. And by the like by halfway through this book, it's like, oh no, you are aristocracy. <laughs> and if you need a spaceship, your mother just has enough funds to just buy you a spaceship and get give you a crew, and get, you can fly off and Lovely. save the day. Anyway, first third of the book. Okay. Some really fun action. Yeah. Middle third. Oh, <laughs> End Last of turn. the book ah. Picks up And there's some fun okay. action The story that's there Is actually a really fun story Like plotting Like the plot is good But the plotting and pacing Is yeah. like terrible yeah. Story is great Characters Mostly great And I'll get on my main issue In a second Yeah I was but... just
1: about to say Because you said Oh that was only the The second worst thing In the book
0: Okay I'm going to set this thing up, give some trigger warnings, and then we'll push through to the end. Go. Cool. This book is a Hugo Award winning book. The Vorkosigan Saga, I think, has won more Hugo's Nebulas than any other science fiction series. Okay. Mainly because of volume. And yeah. also because she's a favorite with the voters. And fans and- it's fine. Like, no problem yeah. with this. And I think this was the reason why this one wasn't included in the... In the uh, um, in the free library because this is maybe the one of the more famous ones.
1: Okay, when when is that from?
0: This is from 1995. Okay, it won the 1995 Hugo Award. Anyway, again, I can't remember which which if it's the year that it's an award or whatever. So 94, 95, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Vorkosigan Saga number eight. And I was looking at the reviews of this, and loads of people say that this is the best. This is the best book. This is the best Vorkosigan Saga book. Okay. Like it's the, it's the peak, you know, it's really right. great. It's good to see Miles from the outside. Mark Pierre is an interesting character. The characters themselves are written really great. And again, for a lot of this book, I would agree with that. Yes. Except for the middle part, but again, I can do it. And except for the whole point of like, oh, there's a mystery. And the mystery before you get a chance as a reader to experience what the mystery is or to even find out if that Marc Pierre is correct of where he thinks it is. We just flick back at him and and go, like, oh yeah, oh, it is correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is great. <laughs> like, oh, like we don't even get the there's no there's no tension, you know. Right. It's sort of like there could be tension. Actually, take tension off, take drama, that, tension or stress as an author, off. Yeah.
1: Because you have the ability to just quickly swap the point of view character, uh, sometimes you can spoil it.
0: Yeah, don't don't mind too much about that. Like I say, this this so uh, even though I I think there's major pacing and and writing issues even if the story is good and the characters are good yeah. and actually the, the there's interesting stuff later on with mark pierre about his you know that he was tortured as a kid and his like he you know what, how he gets through it kind of don't want to go into all that kind of stuff but it is there in the book yeah uh loads of people this won the hugo award and loads of people really love this book and okay. they say it's the best one like and people here, still do And people still do 4.31 rating overall on Goodreads. Pretty good. In other words, one of the highest rated books. I think I've read a book which is like 4.4. Yeah. But 4.3 is really great. Here among friends, friends reviews, it's a 4.0 average. Again, pretty highly reviewed. Yeah. I had to r- scroll through lots of reviews to find somebody who has the same exact issue I have with this book. Okay. Which I'm going to get to in a second. Yes. Uh, and in the end, it was someone called... Actually, I just made a note of it over here. Um... Uh, Yes, Aaron S rated it two stars. I had to sort the reviews by two star, Like, you know, say, just give me the two star reviews. I kept on going, now, just give me the three, the four, five. Just give me the four. Give me the three. Give me the... So I had to get all the way down to people giving it two stars Okay. to get to someone who had the same issue with me. And the issue uh, that Not I have... Not with ha- you, with the book. That, the issue that I have with this book. Yeah. Actually, before I get there, I just noticed two other things. I talked to you about the two-factor security and three-factor security. Yes. It's a good job that nobody in this world ever ever heard of two or three factor security because uh, <laughs> yeah. it was like oh you look like miles good enough come in this so, mm, shouldn't he have, shouldn't they have a passcode or a key code or, or a key again but a uh, token the other thing is there is a there is a character called Bell Thorne. yeah and Bell Thorne is a hermaphrodite yeah intersex non-binary don't again this is from in 1995 not all of the languages there the pronoun that's used is it <laughs> and again Ooh. like no matter my issues with the uh with the um the issue of they which yeah. is like is that a singular or a plural, plural yeah. and there's some confusion it, there
1: it it oh oof, oof. the
0: thing is it you always know who they're talking about mainly because there's only one hermaphrodite character hmm. uh, and there's no, but there's no confusion over it, but I'm still like, ooh, it. Now, previously, in a previous episode, I just wanted to bring this up where I was talking about one of the, again, I don't even know how to say this, one of the offspring of my brother yeah. now goes by they. they. And I said, my niece. No, my nephew. And I was like, what's the word for niece? and ne- What's the non-binary word for nie- I niece and nephew? Yuliana looked it up. I said I was going to look it up. We didn't do it during the podcast, but then we did. What it's is it? Nibbling. Nibbling.
1: Was it like nibble at something? No, no, no. Yeah, no,
0: but... no, What they've gone is like niece and nephew oh, both have N there. Sibling, sibling mm. is a non-gendered mm. brother or sister. Mm uh or non-gender specific or whatever it is. Yeah. So they've taken the sibling and then put the end from niece and nephew in front of it <laughs> to make nibbling. Yeah. I am never going to use the word nibbling <laughs> no. until 99% of the world already knows what nibblings are yeah. as opposed to nieces, nephews, or siblings. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's too like what are you like who came up with nibbling and why is that the accepted or I mean I didn't even read it but like is that the word like nibbling oh my nibbling did that like like <laughs> I was talking to my nibbling the other day <laughs> no no it doesn't work nibbling. so again it's just a swing again nothing against non-binary people or this not not even against the search for pronouns or uh, like title non-gendered titles for things I'm all for it. But come on, people! Nibbling can't be the word. It is not the word. No. They sure will settle for they. It's unfortunate in, in some fiction writing that yep. some authors aren't good enough at using the word they. Um, but we, like I say, we read. Did you read the article? You maybe you sent me the article of someone who is like trans, but not trans, yes, but not but doesn't want to come out. Is a is a not reason. out trans person who yeah. outwardly is identifiable as male, yes. but doesn't internally identify as male. Yes, and then they she wrote oh i don't even know that they that person that person (laughs) wrote again i don't know this wrote this big anonymous post and i was just and i got to the end of it i was like oh gender the all modern gender is actually too difficult for people to to do and again nothing against it and i don't want to be like negative about it but it turns out that reading this one person's a a non- Uh, Like an in-the-closet transsexual woman who, if you look at them, has got all the body hair and every every uh, outward appearance of being a man Mm. and is treated by a man by everybody, including non-gender binary people, so she... Is viewed as a he can't be involved in the conversation about themselves without either deciding I'm going to come out and have surgery to transition. Yeah, and they're like, no, I don't want to do that. That isn't that's gonna that's just me replacing my current situation and trauma with like other situation and And, trauma. Yeah, and and anyway, I was read through to the end. I was like, oh, this is actually too complicated. There were. In this, in this one story of this one person, there's like fifteen factors to consider, and mm. it's literally impossible for everybody, any one person, to yeah. hold all of those fifteen factors in their head of at course, one time. And that, that's
1: the big issue: is that humans like to put stuff in categories and boxes. No, and, no, it's not even that they like that. There isn't enough categories things.
0: and boxes. You can't keep. It's it's that thing was the number where like how many close friends can you have? You're like, oh, you can have twenty close friends. How many acquaintances you can have? Oh, about one hundred and twenty people is how many people you can keep in your head and keep up to date with and like know enough about to have clear social interactions with in that way and be able to call a friend or to be able to have a community that size. And like Scrabble letters as well. There's a reason why Scrabble has seven letters Mm. because seven letters and seven numbers, if you just say seven numbers, if I say to you 8453 two, seven, nine, you could repeat that back to me because there's seven numbers there. As soon as you get to eight numbers, it it actually, there's a massive fall off. Only 50% of people can repeat it back to you. If you do nine numbers, only like... 10% 10% of people, and if you get up to like 13 numbers, most people can't keep a sequence of 13 numbers in their head, and that's what we're up to now with these gender, with some of these gender issues, there's actually too many factors for everybody to keep in their mind, mm. and keep it all straight and not make any mistakes, and not offend anybody, which is a real pity that now gender stuff has become so complicated and fraught it's like, as it's as complicated as um, as quantum physics But with... People taking as much offence at it as racism, and you're like, oh no, racism is way easier. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's this. How it's did this. we get there? I'm just saying. This. I'm just saying. This book from 1995, where the pronoun is it, we have come a long way, and yes, it's that's much, much much. I'm just saying, it's much much better now. Yeah. What we're reading about now, yeah. And what the science fiction, which is talking about non gender binary stuff now, mm. is way more advanced and way more interesting, and is doing way crazier stuff and way more interesting stuff and way more exploratory stuff than just saying, "Oh, a hermaphrodite, we'll call them it, and they'll have boobs and a penis." And you're like, mm, "Okay, sure. Like mm-hmm. cool." Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, I'm going to move on from that. Yes. Trigger warnings now of with with the with torture and rape. So if you want to skip all the rape discussion about this book, uh, trigger warning now and I'm gonna I'm gonna take it I'm gonna make it light but I have to talk about this thing now okay and also trigger warning for the book if you're like hey this book sounds great if you've got any issues (laughs) with rape or uh, child abuse and child molestation and all that kind of stuff skip this book okay because this is this is this gets a bit nasty oh but so I'm gonna I'm gonna be brief about this but this is why I wanted to save this to the end of this review
1: yes I think that's a good decision
0: um in previous books, I've said that it's weird how these Vorkosigan saga books, it sometimes, it gets a bit... I know it's sort of like so horny like at some points like Miles Bocosigan is sort of like oh and I'm all you know I'm this powerful person I'm an aristocrat Mm. and like everybody should be throwing themselves at me because I'm like fourth in line for the throne and and I'm massively rich or something but you know I'm a small person I've got physical deformities and then it's difficult for me to find love except all of the women who've been in love with him for their entire lives because that you know because he's so amazing yeah in a previous book, he rescues a, a, a genetically oh, modified mm. super soldier who happens to be a woman mm-hmm. who happens to actually be a girl. She's, 16-year-old girl. she's yeah. a 16-year-old girl. She's a 16-year-old girl. And in that book, she doesn't have a name. Miles Bokosigan gives her a name yeah, and then says, oh, you could be really good as a mercenary. You should come and work for me for the Dendari. In this book, she's there. She's part of the crew. Okay, In that book, though, or whatever it is, she is a... Um, on at the, after the escape of the book, they get it on. They're like trapped together in a room. Mm. Miles Kozigan, is this young guy, not very sexually experienced or whatever. Mm. But this eight foot tall woman just takes advantage of him. And I was like, okay, sixteen year old girl, girl, sixteen year old girl. But like the power dynamic is was. Like, it was it was just weird. weird yeah. Like, why are we having sex scenes between Miles Vokosigan, who is this short, much, much shorter than average man, who you've got to be really careful with in case you snap his bones? It's sort of like this weird, weird sexual thing. And I was like... Nah but she's a she's an eight foot tall super soldier it's not like it's not like she's being taken advantage of him by it's not like she's powerless in this situation let me put it this way yes
1: but in a on a different level i
0: know on a different level Mm. and you're like wow this book was written in the 90s and it is a bit quirky and it's a bit weirdly horny but whatever anyway a few books later here we are in mirror dance Mm. and and yeah uh there's just an attempted it's just it's just a rape scene between mark pierre vorkosigan who's like the main hero the main character in this book yeah You know they say they they spring these young people, these young clones Mm. out of captivity. Yeah, and these are all ten-year-old kids who have been force-grown to be to look like you know eighteen-year-olds or whatever.
1: The the body of adults, but they they have no.
0: They don't have a body of adults. They have a body body of old teenagers or very young adults. It's, It's very clear to them that these boobs and. Butts have just come in. They're newly flowered, and as soon as they're in these young Nubile things, it's made very clear that they are all virgins, or at least all the all the female clones are virgins, because it's very important for them to be to be virgin, virgin virginal to be done this. Obviously,
1: anyway. for some reason.
0: So at at the time when Marc Pierre springs all of his out one of them tries to escape or something. So she's this 10 year old girl in the body of a, let's say a 16, 17 year old. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, please let me take her back to her cabin. And these two or three other female characters, mm. some of whom have history with, you know, uh, sexual abuse and rape mm. in previous books, which again, I've not gone into because it's just, you know, part of whatever. Um, uh, they're like yes that's fine you take her back to her cabin on the way she wants a drink and he's like come into my cabin for a drink and proceeds to rape her try and rape her attempted rape her the thing that actually stops him actually going through with it and raping a 10 year old girl is that he has some trauma about he himself being raped right as you know with a stunner i'm not sure it's not clear it's I mean, it is clear. I'm not going to go into the details or whatever.
1: Okay. Sounds horrific. Other
0: other women burst in on him and like, what the fuck are you doing with this 10-year-old girl or this young girl or whatever? And I'm just like, and then... And then so they're like, wow. And I was like, oh, right. So this is this is the thing that's going to get him expelled from the Dendari. This is the thing that makes Marc-Pierre a pariah. And from now on, what he's going to do is he's going to have to, like, live up to this thing because he has trauma, you know, like he was tortured and raped as a kid. Obviously,
1: uh, I want to say something here. What? Can I, can I interrupt you?
0: I'm just saying. Okay, yeah, that, still, let okay. me just get to the end of this point. Okay, yeah. I'm going to... Uh, because this is important. I thought this is going to be now a main, major impediment. And it isn't. Everyone is like, oh, boys will be boys. Mm. It's all going to be fine. He goes on. He's accepted as part of Barry Aaron Kirk thing. Later on, woman, one of the people who was like, caught him trying to rape a girl. This girl like is like, yay, great. I'll follow you. And I'm just like... And, and, it, and, it, and it's horrific. Mm. The... If you're going to do, again, it's not that the rape is horrific. It's like there can be a place for sexual violence in fiction. Mm. But that, like, I know it's me being, like, maybe naive about this or whatever, but it feels like that should be something to show, like how traumatic it is for the woman or how evil the man is for doing it or Mm. that it's part of war like you know rape as weapon rape rape Mm. like there are there are many correct ways that this could be treated Mm. but that the main character who's meant to be the hero is the rapist in this situation and then all of the women in power around him and have power over him just brush it all under the carpet and are completely fine with it within minutes or within whatever Mm. it it ruins the it ruined the whole book for me right no it makes sense later on miles vorkosigan is in the same situation with the same girl and just gets oral sex from her and what meanwhile yeah both of our main characters have sexual relations with a 10 year old girl you know no actually it's not the same girl it's another it's another one but from the same rescue who's a 10 year old girl who in the body of a 16 year old and it's just and it's just tossed out there that the the, the main bad guy in the book, one of the main bad guy in the book it's one of these 16 year old, 10 year old girls the body is going to be for his wife or whatever mm. and and this 10 year old girl is locked in a room with naked miles for some reason i can't remember and and she's like oh let me show you what i've been doing to the this other guy like this this the person who owns me and who wants to discard my brain in the future and it's just horrific it's like reading this book it's 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 not like um trigger warnings oh, torture sorry. or whatever it's graphic you know it's it's not that it's like wait these are our main characters the heroes of the book and they they are literal rapists mm. and everyone's fine with it and what i'm just going to read the next book and mark pierre's going to be out there and about and i'm like he tried to fuck a 10 year old like wh- in like what is the world and this is the distressing thing for me. I had to read through, like I was reading through. I'm like, okay, one of the highest rated books on Goodreads. Like, what did? And I went all the way through, and I said I was sorting by review, and I got all the way down to the two star reviews, and I found this review by what was it? What was his name here? Um, Aaron S. And it it's sort of like. um I'll just read a little bit here. No less than four women and one hermaphrodite are suddenly throwing themselves sexually at protagonist Miles, a highly unattractive and neurotic individual. Um, He says... He says, the story focuses very highly around Mark. Uh, Where is it? Anyway, I can't remember what it is. Yeah, but the book sabotages this by at once focusing too much on the deplorable side and having a cast of characters constantly defend him for his actions. At around the midpoint of the book, Mark molests and nearly rapes a 10-year-old girl, only being prevented from going through with it by a PTS flashback to his own traumatic rape from several years later. And he gets caught red-handed by women... Uh, by a woman and others who already hate him, a woman with a backstory that directly has given her a personal hatred for rapists, and another woman who has shown immense protectiveness towards the children in question. At this point, Mark's reputation should be dead and buried, but the characters all just kind of sweep the incident under the rug like it's too awkward to deal with. And if, you know, if it was just ignored from that point on, it would be shitty writing It would continue to bother me. But what Bujol does is kind of worse. Repeatedly throughout the book, the incident is brought up again by various characters. And every single time they make the point of turning it all around to be about how Mark is such a poor, misunderstood little man. And he's really a great guy who doesn't deserve the criticism. And, you know, that's also bad writing because none of those characters should be doing that. No, Um, no. Anyway, it goes on. It says the worst thing about the book is if you cut out all of the problems with it, which actually take up a relatively small amount of page time, the actual story is quite good. And that's my issue with this book. It's like if you look past the two main characters... Are both okay and all of the other characters are both okay with either themselves or the people that they love and follow into battle and are meant to be the best people in the universe mm. are rapists yeah if you can get past this this book could be except for some pacing issues in the middle it could be a four-star book and it and it and it's not like, okay, the world in the book is one where people can get away with rape and everything. Everyone's fine with it. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, remember that time when this guy tried to rape a 10-year-old girl? Oh, now we'll follow him into battle or whatever. Mm. It, but it's not that. This book won the Hugo Award in 1995. Sure, 95, dated, whatever. We move forward 25 years yeah. and people are still giving it four stars and are still fine with this book. Yeah. You understand how it's upsetting to me, how the book itself is upsetting to me. Yeah. That it's not just sort of like trigger warnings, rape. There's a rape scene. I'm like, yeah, okay. In that case, I wouldn't have given a trigger warning. I mean, like, there's plenty of books where something like that happens and there aren't trigger warnings because it's not about that, you know. It's told from the victim's point of view. There's comeuppance for the person who, you know, accidentally, you know has sex with someone who's underage or whatever mm. like there's redemption there's whatever or it's or it's a villain who does it or you know there's many like I say there's many ways which rape could be in a book which I wouldn't want to give like I, I wouldn't feel the need to give a trigger warning for like talking about it in a review or whatever like yeah. you know yeah. but in this case it's really bad mm. and there's no two ways about it Yes. Like I didn't expect one of the main I didn't expect the the as it was happening I was like whoa this has to be interrupted like now, he has to be like, oh, actually, I'm not going to start kissing this 10 year old girl. But then he does. And then I'm like, what? And it was one of those times I'm just like, oh, this is awful. Like, this is really bad. Like it's it was it was a really unpleasant part of the book.
1: And I don't understand it because he does have the PTSD about it and it does come up in that scene. Why doesn't it come up before? Like, yeah. why doesn't it come up, like, where at the point, you are a thinking person, yeah, you are making decisions, why doesn't it come up before you take actions? Yeah. And, and, and a- d- 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 the writer can put that in, because yeah. Louise McMaster-Bajol is writing the story, so it doesn't yeah. have to be like that. Again,
0: this book, like, again, if you're going to do the edit of this book, like, have, like... Have him have that same situation... Like, the same situation could happen. Yeah. And the character arc with him trying to deal with his own past trauma of torture and rape. Could- there's there's a book... There's interesting stuff in this story yeah. to be had with that.
1: And, like- and the, the interesting stuff is you can... Be the difference To the next person Yes You yeah, don't exactly. have to Take your trauma yeah. And uh, use that As an excuse To oh I had this trauma uh, It's uh, from okay yeah. for me To do this or
0: as well Or even t- Tell that part of the story From the other point of view Yeah Like acknowledge That there's victims here Acknowledge yeah. Like I don't even know How to do it Like but it's It's such a minor part Of the book Which polluted The entire rest Of the novel for I me And I don't understand All the people Even like other listeners Of the SFBRP. Like it's got a four 4.0 average. Now I'm not saying that there's not there's there is a four point there is a four-star book in this book. Yeah. Like forget all the stuff about security and the boring stuff in the middle going back to Barrier yeah. and the storytelling issues that I have. Like it's again, like Lindsay rated it four stars. Ryan Fisher rated it four stars. Tom Rowe rated it five stars. Buzz five. Race five. Noel five. You know, there's lots of people rating, and, and I don't want to say anything. Like, if you can look past this. Like maybe you read it years ago, read it when you were young. I don't even know how to like sidestep that. Mm. But it got to the point where there's another weird sexual stuff where Miles Rokosigan is in hospital. Yeah, you, you said and naked in the room. No, 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 somebody else. There's another sex scene, and it's with his doctor. And his doctor is like, hmm, well, let me now test the reaction of your penis. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? What? And she, like, touches the penis, and she's like, good reaction. And then Miles is like, let's kiss. And they're like, let's fuck. And I'm like, let's skip to the end of the chapter. And I just skipped forward. I was like, I don't want to, like, I'm not, like the previous sex scene in this book was a rape scene. And now this one is between Mm. a doctor, like, like saying, all right, I've, I've inspected your back now, roll over and let's check you out. Let's check out your front. And I'm like, it's just at that point, like that, that scene in isolation, like Miles Vorkosigan's lost his memory and fucks his doctor when he doesn't, he's, he's forgotten his girlfriend so fucks his doctor. I'm like, great, that's fun, no, fast, no, no, whatever. No, no, but
1: even that, like,
0: yeah, even that. But e- I'm saying, if that was the only thing in this book, I'd be like, wow, Miles Vorkosigan gets himself into some different situations. But then previously, the other main character of the book is raping a girl, and he's getting sex, he's getting, he's getting sucked off by a ten-year-old girl later on in the book. Uh. Yeah, Uh like uh like uh <laughs> I- I like mean, really,
1: <laughs> like I, uh, I don't want to be too too descriptive about my sex life and stuff. Yeah. But that is like not something any, and I'm saying that no girl or even young woman. Yeah. Would just out of her own fantasy or idea. Oh, what's the best one thing I want to do? As I, I want to have a thing in my mouth. No. No girl. Ever, and I'm saying that I, of course, there will be young women who want to ex, ex, do this kind yeah, of yeah. exploration and stuff. But no girl yeah. ever. That is just not how it works, yeah. and that is not what I would like to read in a
0: book. No, no, and that's the thing. Ugh. It is, and the all of all of the book. This takes up all of this stuff. Everything that I've just talked about is about two percent of the book. Yeah, but that's enough. Two, three percent sort that, of like, that, oh, that. just uh, just a few bad apples. But it's not the whole just point one. of the bad apple is that you've got to get the bad apple out of the barrel because otherwise the entire barrel rots. That's the whole point <laughs> of that saying.
1: <laughs>
0: a few bad apples. And it's sort of like, f- these guys are the bad apples. Ma- Marc Pierre and Miles Vokosigen, they are the bad apples, you know.
1: And this is what I don't like about these kind of things. There will never be...
0: Where's uh, the Me Too movement uh, yes, for Miles Vokosigen? And
1: uh, not only that... But there there won't be any any responsibility taken, any kind of oh, we actually have to make their lives bad like
0: any sort of all, thing let's put uh, let's put aside all of this. I'm just saying, ah. I'm just saying. I can't continue with this. Like, beforehand, I couldn't continue it because I just thought Miles was insufferable and, the, the, yeah. and you know, Annoying, no, the, the first convenient. time I stopped reading this is like, I'm not spending any more money on this series. Yes. The second, now I'm stopping reading it because it's not that I don't want to spend mm-hmm. money or audible credits. I just don't want to spend... Uh, and uh, and, uh, and uh, at that point, I wasn't spending any attention on, like proper mm-hmm. attention on it. But now, I, it's not... These books, I can't maybe let's see in a few years time but I, it's going to take me a while to get over this if yeah, you know what i mean i understand it's going to take me a while to like when it was happening in the book i was like well let's keep reading and see and then and like and see what the what the, outcome the is, what the outcome is. Mm. and the outcome is sort of like oh poor mark pierre he'll get over it mm. and i'm like he would good, 10 year old girl anyway but now i'm like i can't even give my uh i can't even give this this Series or these characters any more time? You know what I mean. No, I understand. Maybe I'll look through and see if there's another book which doesn't feature Mark. You know, because some of these books don't feature Miles Vorkosigan and Mark, Mark Pierre or whatever.
1: Maybe if you like skip to the I don't know how many books she's already written. Like oh no, there's is, there's quite a few more. Are there some?
0: Yeah, actually, I think I think this one Captain Vorpatril's Alliance is with um with Cousin Ivan or something oh, right. like that. That's all about Cousin Ivan. So anyway, I'm gonna look through and I'm gonna see like, is there, like. Again, some of the best ones are the shards of her. For me, were the shards of Honor and Barrier, which are about because he wasn't born yet. And I'm like, oh, actually, the writing is good, the character is good, the the romance is good, the the intrigue is good, the Mm -hmm. you know, the springing people out of prison. Like Mm -hmm. there's some, there is. Good story writing in here, Mm. but it used to be that like I couldn't I couldn't identify identify with Miles just because of his massive white privilege, being aristocracy, and having his own fleet and Mm. like get out of jail free cards everywhere. Mm. But when it turns out like the main characters are rapists and everyone's fine with that, I'm not. I'm not anymore. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's that's the end of my review.
1: Mm. What does it do to your rating on well, one stars like, star. like that's yeah. the thing that's if, just... if
0: there's a part of the book uh, which is so it which is so bad mm. and it's really bad because again so much of the rest of the book i thought was very good yeah and it's there are she's like lewis mcmaster visual is a very good writer mm. but in this book it's out of character for all the other people in the book to be fine with Mark Pierre's behavior and Miles Wakozygon's behavior in this way. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, even in a world where there hasn't been a Me Too movement and powerful men can just get away with it, mm-hmm. that people close to them with power or with say in stuff or with anything.
1: Yeah.
0: I know it just feels like there should be a consequence there should be something which by the end of the book the guy who's like tried to rape a ten-year-old girl isn't just given a spaceship for free mm-hmm. and is hailed as a hero by the end it yeah. just doesn't feel good
1: no it doesn't it is not good it, and, it just isn't. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we've talked about this book for an hour. Yeah. Let's wrap it up there. I know it's a bit of a downer to finish on, but I no, wanted. To, but I think it's, it's important it's for me to get this across. I think it's,
1: it's honest, and I think it needs to be said. And again,
0: this is not a knock about to, to all the people who ra- read it, rated it five stars, and say it's the you, best you, book, book, you... and it's so highly rated. Again, mm. this is something that impacted me Quite specifically or not personally, because, again, I don't have I don't have history with sexual abuse and, and rape or something. But it's good. It, nobody should. Nobody should. Nobody should. And, and, and I'm putting that out there now, like to say this trigger warning isn't for me. You know, yes. it's not for me. There's other people who this has impacted so much more in so many more ways. Yeah. So many. Well, or at all. Like, I yeah. don't have any history of that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's it's not something in my in my life um but yeah it's it's just uh i don't know it's not good no it's just not good but again no offense to people who could read this and just also forgive mark pierre and miles and these other people for just you know oh Yeah. yeah just get oral sex from a 10 year old girl even if she's, like, biologic. But even as he's saying, even as he's he's saying, "Mm, should I fuck this girl or not? Even as he's going, "Mm, she's giving me oral sex. He's actually, Miles Wilkosik is actually saying, yeah, she really is only got the mind of a 10-year-old girl. She doesn't know what situation she's in. And to find that out, he gets to the point of letting her give him oral sex, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't, I was trying to, I wasn't skipping over it, but I was trying not to pay too much attention by that point. So maybe it wasn't oral sex, but the way it's described, is sort of like, and then she did something to him and she's like, this is what I do, you know, like, nobody's ever, nobody's broken my hymen, that's still intact, but this is what I do to, I'm like, oh
1: No, well, then that should be taken, uh, so of say, look, you, this is no, you shouldn't, uh, I know. you should, like.
0: Anyway, let's wrap it up now. we've talked about an hour, talked okay. about hour. an hour. Again, sad. Sad. I'm, I'm bailing, I'm bailing for the, for the second or third time, third, second or third yeah. time now, I'm bailing on Vorkos again. Yeah. And again, maybe I'll look through, see if I can find someone who Again, here's the thing with with, with his cousin Ivan who gets all the girls, it's like it's it's not he's not picking up ten year old girls who he's saved and is like trapped in their room without their consent. He's like this hunky guy who all the girls fall over because he's sort of like he's like sixth in line to the throne and is also yeah. a lord or whatever. Yeah. And but so maybe it's, I need to, maybe I need to read about if it's m-
1: consensual and fun. That's what we want.
0: Yeah, but like a doctor with a patient. No, exactly
1: that. I want I, a rescuer I was with about a sixteen-year-old girl, I was even if she's say, an
0: eight-foot super soldier. I was
1: about to say that people out there in the world are there with trauma because of doctors doing that. That's also not good.
0: No, but it's, it's a female about, against the it male. Doesn't I know, I know it, doesn't it doesn't
1: matter. It doesn't matter. It's just. It's just not. It's just not something uh, that should be done. And and that should be described, and it should be like brushed over, and yeah. think like, oh, he has a fun adventure. No, he hasn't. There's a a person in a in a situation where they have uh, the care for somebody, and they are misusing that. Yeah, and that should not. Yeah, and happen. I think that's
0: I think that's might be some of the reasons. I, mean, I said I, I said I had no no experience with you know sexual abuse or anything, but emotional like emotional abuse wrapped up with sex you know with the psycho ex-girlfriend which is a story yeah. i don't need to go into now that screwed me up for a long time yes like uh,
1: th- this is horrific real, should not real happen to real issues people.
0: with intimacy with women for a, for a good well while let me mm. put it that way mm. and took me years to get over i'm, f- I'm probably still not over it you know mm. so maybe not. maybe there is something there myself for myself but again it's i don't know too much too much right. don't like it
1: okay one, one star s-
0: one star okay one star many people won a Hugo Award many people say it's the best mm. for me it it's crossing a line actually let me go over here I've got a list now I've now uh, reviewed 44 of the 66 Hugo Award winners right um, so uh, I'm I'm not planning on ticking off more for the sake of it but this yep. happened to be the next book in the Vorkosigan saga okay and it co- I also it coincided I also noticed it along with Barrier and the Vor game those ones won also yep. won the Hugo Awards
1: Yeah. alright
0: yep, All right. yep. Thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time.
1: Goodbye.